T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is going to be a blast. This is going to be so much fun, and it is so important that we do it. We are talking with three women, all of them from the U.S. Army, and all of them who advanced to the rank of Command Sergeant Major. They are joining us right now on the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline, and we are so excited to have on the phone Allison Smith, U.S. Army retired Command Sergeant Major, Annette Weber, U.S. Army retired Command Sergeant Major, and Tanya Oxendine, another U.S. Army retired Command Sergeant Major. Ladies, it is wonderful to have you on the program, and all three of you, thank you for everything that you did for us. How are you? Great. Uh, I'm doing great. I know my fellow Sergeant Sergeant Major is doing wonderful as well. It is going to be hard to get a word in edgewise. I can tell already (laughs) with the three of you, but we are going to have a ball. So let me start with Allison, first of all. Allison, what was it that said to you deep in your heart that you wanted to be a member of the U.S. Army? Why did you say yes? So, Rick, thank you for that question. And um, first, just a little background. Um, I'm from a town called uh, Portsmouth, Virginia, and um, initially I wanted to go to college. And um, I was told by a counselor that uh, I should look in another direction, and that was uh, I wasn't college material, to quote and unquote. So I knew that I didn't want to stay in that town, and I knew that I needed to do something with my life. So I had two brothers. Uh, who were in the Army, and I'm sorry, three brothers in the Army and two in the Air Force. Hmm. So I spoke with my brothers, and I said, hey, um, what do you think about me joining the Army? And first they were like, ah, no, Allison, you ain't going to be able to make it because I'm the baby of the family. (laughs) And then um, after, uh, I believe it was Grenada. Uh, No, it wasn't Grenada. It was the bombing of the... um, the bombing in, bombing in Beirut. The embassy in Beirut. About that, yeah. yeah. When I heard about that, I just solidified that, yes, I'm going, to, I'm going in the Army. I can do this, and I want to be a part of, you know, serving our nation. So Ta- that's what made me say yes. Tanya, for you, was it family also? Did you have a family history, Tanya? Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> kind of like Allison a little bit. You know, I, I, I'm from St. Augustine, Florida, so when I grew up, we— it was just me, my mother, and my brother. So we had some hard and unaccommodating situations. My mother was a single parent of me and my brother. Um, you know, we were on food stamps, welfare. We were really poor. And um, more often than not, our electricity would be cut off. 
and my mom would struggle uh, just a lot with a lot of things. There were notice, noticeable evidence of abuse, um, physically and sexual abuse, and I, I just couldn't, I, I wasn't going to stay there in that place. I knew it was something better for me. So just one day I was walking down the street um, across town and walked into the Army recruiting station. That was the first door. Now, if mm-hmm. it would have been the Marine recruiting station, it would be a different interview mm-hmm. or Air Force. So that, that's why I joined. And I, I, um, the Army provided me uh, wonderful opportunities, and I'm, I'm glad um, that I made something out of nothing. Annette, I'm assuming you were not drafted. You volunteered as well. Is that correct? <laughs> Yeah, of course. Of All right, course. so tell me about it. In fact, it. My, my grandfather served in uh, World War II, uh, but it wasn't because of that. It was, uh, you know, like Allison, uh, you know, I came from a small town in North Carolina. You blink your eye for about a couple of seconds, and you've gone through my little small town called Havelock. Oh, I know uh, it. I know exactly where it is. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, so one of seven siblings, the second oldest, you know, my father, uh, I saw my father work hard all his life and to provide for us. And so I didn't want to be a burden on my father or my parents, rather. So I thought that, you know, in, t- in order to get out of uh, my small town to make some fast money, right, the Army was the way to go. And so that's what landed me in the Army. Annette, how many years did you serve? 34 years. 34? My, my, pretty much my, my first and my only job as an adult. Uh, and probably the best choice I made in my life. Tanya, how about you? I served nearly 30. My first job was at Burger Chef when I was in high school. <laughs> Again, that's why I'm glad I joined the Army, like like Annette. And so. Allison, for you? I'm the baby of the bunch, 27 years, and um, it was my first job as well. But, Allison, let's be completely honest. The Army that all three of you enlisted in is not the army of today and them to advance women to the rank of command sergeant major at that time i don't want to say is unheard of but it's highly unlike what are the chances that we have three of you here together today <laughs> well that's a, a part of uh what we've done we've built a uh what we call ourselves battle buddies so we we built a a, a band of sisters if you will mm-hmm. so because because female command sergeant majors are so uh, are limited, we kind of know each other. So anyone around that time, all those command sergeant majors, females, especially African American, we can, we know each other. So um, it is rare, but I try to keep up with all of my battle buddies. No question. So Tanya, for you, how much of a difference did it make to be able to say to another woman, "Hey, what are you going through right now?" How much did that matter? Yeah, it, it matters. Again, um, you know, we less than half of 1% that, that all of us military serve anyway. Yeah. And then if you break it down statistically to, you know, females, and if you break it down to African-American females, and if you break it down by rank structure, command sergeant major, you're in a whole different category. And to achieve what we achieved, to have achieved what we achieved, it, it is, you know, kind of unheard of. And, and I'll explain a little bit about that to you. We know that the military is a male-dominated environment, mm-hmm. but when you have high performers or women like uh, myself, Allison, and Annette, uh, who also work in a high-paced environment, you know, I think our mindset is just to that we have to, and we try so hard to achieve the positions, those higher positions, so that we can show other females that it can be done. And and Allison has said it in the past. Um, and I'm sure we've all used this verbiage before. 
we have to have a seat at the table to make a place for somebody else. No question. No question. Mm -hmm. Allison Smith, as well as Tanya Oxendine, Annette Weber, all retired command sergeant majors within the U.S. Army, joining us in our women in the veterans or women in the military roundtable discussion. Annette, for you, did you ever think about when you were in how different it was for you and Tanya and Allison than it was for your male counterparts? No, I, you know, you know, at some points, you know, as you uh, rise up in the ranks, sometimes you think about it, but then you just for a second, you know, that, you know, you have others that you're trying to lift up, others that are trying to get to where you are at, and then you try to be the example. You know, the, the Army, the U.S. Army, that's all you see, you know, you see the U.S. Army, and you know that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, that someone else is dependent upon you, and your, mm -hmm. you know, you, your guidance, what you do makes a difference. You know, funny story about all three of us, you know, Allison was my drill drill instructor. Tanya and I was in drill sergeant school together. And so, you know, you see those difficult times. You see think people go through the same things. And, again, it's not about, you know, whether you're male or female, but about right. your brother or sisterhood in the U.S. Armed Forces trying to lift each other up. Well, I can say right now I don't want Allison yelling at me about anything. So I'm going to get to traffic exactly, on time. Exactly. I'm going to get to traffic on time at 3.15 and so I don't get yelled at by a drill instructor right now. Allison, Tanya, and Annette, they're going to stick around. And we're going to continue the roundtable discussion. Women in the military, a roundtable discussion, a panel discussion right here on KDKA on the Rick Dayton Show. Allison Smith joining us, retired Sergeant Major, Command Sergeant Major, excuse me, U.S. Army, same rank when she retired for Tanya Oxendine. We appreciate Annette Weber also being with us, a third woman who also rose to that rank. Tanya, I'm going to start with you. We hear so many times about the hard times, whether it was drill instructor school, whether it was going through, you know, Allison barking at you or something like that. Tell me a time in the military when you laughed so hard that your sides hurt. I mean, there had to be times like that, or maybe you wouldn't have kept on going. What were those times like? I tell you, the military is a community. It's about camaraderie and teamwork. So one of the funniest times that I laughed so hard, and it wasn't by myself. All my soldiers were there. We were training. I was the first sergeant. I was leading the troops. Uh, we had drown proofing. Drown proofing is um, it, we have to get in a pool of water on how to survive, you know, if it's a water disaster. In full combat equipment, I got on a helmet. I got on my low-bearing equipment. I have got my weapon, full uniform. And I'm the leader, so I'm, I'm not going to say I was showing out. <laughs> oh, but I cannot swim a lick. And we had the lifeguards on standby just in case somebody like me was showing out. And I, I did a little bit and went too far out. And she didn't pull me in fast enough. <laughs> I, she showed me a lesson. I, I, I really thought I was drowning. I went down too many times. <laughs> Those soldiers laughed at me so hard. Now, after training, not before, because like Allison, I was a drill instructor too, and I was getting there behind. Yep. But after training, uh, that that was one of the funniest things uh, during my military career that almost drowned at drown-proofing. <laughs> now, Allison, when you go through those things and you share those ups, those downs, both, the camaraderie, I mean, it's not just among women of color or women who are of the same rank or whatever. It's among the men, the women, regardless, correct? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it doesn't see color. It doesn't see race. It is a unity, correct? It is. You, you, you are totally correct. I mean, I, I, I like to say that uh, the U.S. Army and the military as, as a whole is the example that organizations need to look at when it comes to DE&I, you know, a diversity 
uh, equity and inclusion. We've been doing it for years, and I think that we do it really well. Um, so I, 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 you know, I never saw, you know, like you said, white, black, male, or female. We were soldiers. We had, mm. we had a job to do, and we had a mission, and we did it together. Women in the Military mm-hmm. Roundtable discussion here on KDK and the Rick Dayton Show, 20 minutes past three. Annette, for you, um, you joined more than 30 decades, or more than three decades you served in the U.S. Army. What's your feeling about women in combat roles? Yeah, I think that, you know what, as long as women are physically uh, fit and able to do it, the sky's the limit. And the sky's the limit. That's what you like about the U.S. Army and the, uh, the Armed Forces, period. It's, the sky is the limit. You know, when the doors open, you know, if there's any, you know, person uh, that want to try or do anything in, in combat, then by all means, absolutely. So I support that totally. Tanya, do you feel the same way? Yeah, absolutely. Um, cause when we came in, you know, around the time, because we kind of all came in around the same, you know, time frame, uh, some of those MOSs, with, you know, called military occupational specialties, were not open to, to females. And now that they are, um, with the diversity and inclusion and more opportunities, I have no problem with that. I think the best qualified person or people should be chosen if they meet the required standards. Allison, what do you think that the rank-and-file soldiers, sailors, Marine, corpsmen, Coast Guard officers, how do you think they would answer that question about women in combat roles? Well, um, Rick, it's really hard for me to speak for those who are in now, but I, you know, just echoing what my, my, my battle buddies just said is that uh, I, if there are opportunities, they should take it, and I hope that everyone else feels the same way. I'm absolutely certain that if Annette, Tanya, or myself, had had the opportunity, uh, if, if those ranks were open for us, that, hey, we were doing it better than most of them anyway. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were. <laughs> so so uh, we would have jumped at the, at, those, at the chances as well. So I can't speak for them, but I hope uh, if they are given those opportunities that, that they will not limit themselves, that they will understand that, as Tanya said, the sky is the limit and you can do this. And then we just need to have the people to coach and mentor and train them so they can, that they can understand and believe that they can do it as well. So, so I can't say what they would say, but what I would tell them is don't limit yourself because we need you. Don't find yourself putting uh, limitations on yourself. Yeah, great, great advice. And now what do you say to an 18-year-old? Young lady, young man, sitting at home right now listening to this saying, I'm not sure whether military is right for me. What do you say to them? I say... Um... You know, take take an opportunity, maybe speak to someone that's been there, right? And speak uh, because it's a great opportunity, especially if you're undecided what you want to do with your future. It's definitely a mm-hmm. great start, uh, and, and you don't have to stay. I mean, it's a great you know stepping stone to whatever direction you want to do with your life. I mean, the military offers a lot uh, to young people, and so I hope that you know uh, individuals would actually you know find a mentor or someone to, uh, that has been in the, the armed forces and just ask them you know their opinion about it, and then gain their thought, and then maybe. And make a decision to join because there is, you know, I think one of us mentioned already that less than 1% joined uh, the military. And so, therefore, I mean, it's a great opportunity. And you may turn out like me 34 years later, yeah. right? It's like, That's okay, right. yeah, that's a great opportunity. So, Tanya, what should they know before they go? I mean, Annette said, hey, talk to somebody who's been there before, but what would you tell them about what they need to be prepared for? Yeah, absolutely. First, I would say you're getting ready to make history, you're getting ready to be part of a legacy. You understand what I'm saying? Because you get to serve your country, protect uh, America's sons and daughters. Our lives depend on the military. 
they're gonna they're gonna learn about family, shared values, people, set mm-hmm. goals. What, what an amazing. <laughs> um, and those things stay with them for the rest of their lives. That's exactly what I would tell them. Who wouldn't want to be a part of that? Well, and, and the, the, all three of you are making me want to go sign up right now, but I don't think they want any 54-year-old guys with gray hair who are kind of nearsighted. Um, I, I guess my last question, Allison, as we wrap this up right now, is can you put in perspective from the time that Annette and Tanya and Allison went in to where the military is right now, how much it has changed, and, and do you feel that it's moving in the right direction? So, um, so first, yes, I'll, I'll answer the second half of your question. Yes, it is moving in the right direction. Yes, it has changed, but what doesn't change? All organizations need to change. If you stay the same, you don't grow, mm-hmm. right? So I think that uh, with my passion, which is, as you know, the representation of women in male-dominant environments, that seeing more women, especially in the enlisted uh, rank, reaching those higher um, those higher positions like command sergeant major and hopefully in the near future sergeant major of the army um i see more of uh, more females be, uh reaching those higher ranks but there needs to be more right so what has changed is that there are more but what needs to change is that there needs to still be more uh, representation in old, those male dominant environments still haven't gotten far enough yes Right. It is moving in the right direction. Just haven't gotten far enough. All right. Well, Allison, Tanya, Annette, I'm afraid, again, we could probably be here until 6 o'clock when the show is over, but I know you've all got things to do. We are indebted, again, to your service, but also for your willingness to talk about it and remember some of those things with us on this Veterans Day. Again, a tip of our cap from all of us here in Pittsburgh for what you've done. Thank you, and thanks for telling us about it, too. We appreciate all of you. Thank you, thank Rick, you. and thanks for your support. Ladies, this has just been a real treat. Again, 325 right now. Allison Smith, we very much appreciate. Annette Weber and Tanya Oxendine, all U.S. Army retired command sergeant majors, women in the military. God bless them all. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 